0: If there's someone that makes you feel like that dead inside energy or like they're a walking zombie or they make you feel like a walking zombie again that death energy why because maybe that energy needs to end maybe that relationship needs to end maybe it has reached its natural cycle of ending where are we relating to each other where do we feel each other you know maybe you had someone where y'all used to feel each other you, you spoke the same language you finished each other's senses. what is up you guys welcome back to the my virgo friend podcast i am your host chichi your movement and meditation coach here to discuss the full moon week we have in scorpio but before we get started let's go for our deep intentional breaths let's go for three three deep breaths in through the nose out through the mouth breathe in the earth signs virgo capricorn and taurus cheers and last but not least shout out to the air signs gemini libra and aquarius cheers 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 again um happy full moon week we are officially in the month of may it's gonna be may so shout out to all the the corny may jokes and stuff but uh, nonetheless we are in spring still we're in the middle of spring all right it's been beautiful breezy weather here in atlanta for the past couple of days so the trees look extra green it's looking very tourist season outside you know with the flowers blooming and the trees dancing in the wind Uh, sky nice and clear beautiful sunshiny day. so if you have been in that energy of just gratitude for the elements and the environment and the space around you lean into that okay it is such a grounding time and it is a great opportunity to ground yourself when you are present and mindful of the beauty that's around you all right allow yourself to be inspired by nature's beauty um and nature's creation so that maybe you can create or serve as a muse for someone else all right but like i said we're officially in may we are in the first week of may at the time of this recording and we recently had the solar eclipse with the previous full moon and this week we will have a lunar eclipse you know eclipses um is sudden faded changes and it usually works in six month timelines we are in um season but we have a scorpio full moon this weekend on cinco de mayo all right so shout out to all the tauruses happy birthday to you happy birthday to the May Tauruses, and make sure you're celebrating your birthday, okay? You're worth it. You deserve it, all right? but like I said the full moon will be on Friday Cinco de Mayo so if you have plans to go out be safe have fun enjoy yourself be present but again have fun and just be mindful that there is a full moon if you um, don't have any plans to go out again it is a watery full moon you know water moons are all about our emotions how we feel the sensitivities of our life okay so anything that could serve as a trigger may be coming up this week okay it could be your final Finances that are triggering you because we are in earthy Taurus season earth signs in general are all about accumulating resources having money having wealth um and doing the necessary things for survival okay when it comes to money food protection safety security all of those um themes that play in tower are survival and how we thrive and live our life okay so you may notice that theme coming up, so anything that triggers or threatens that sense of security, that sense of self, and sense of foundation may be coming to the forefront for you this week, all right? A full moon's all about illumination, things coming full circle, um, things being brought into the focus, okay? It may be something that you uh, was an oversight for however long, a few months, few years, whatever, and now you're coming to realize, like, oh, shit, that's what it's been this whole time, Okay? So I'm going to talk about the different themes and energy we'll notice with this week, with Taurus season, and with the Scorpio full moon energy we're feeling. But before I get too deep into that, I just want to do a quick recap of what I've been going, of what's been going on. So you know I recently attended the Black Effect Podcast Festival um, down here in Atlanta. It was at Pullman Yards, and it was hosted by the Black Effect Network and iHeartRadio, and I had a great time. And I met this other podcast team, the Just Eldridge uh, media team, okay, for the Just Eldridge podcast. Shout out to those guys. What's up, you guys? I had the opportunity, they invited me, well, I had the opportunity to attend their 200 episode celebration. So that was very inspiring for me. They served as a muse for me in that moment, just being able to see another podcast team doing the work, you know, putting in the consistency and the belief in themselves to keep going and to see that they saw themselves worthy as celebrating 200 episodes you know I didn't do anything to celebrate my 100th episode I wanted to I had every intention to but I just didn't put enough focus and intention to manifest that yeah so ever since I met these guys I've been inspired I've been fired up I've been so excited about my podcast and about the future of podcasting for me and when I met them, they extended the, the invitation for me to come to their studio and film on their podcast. And, of course, I accepted. So excited. I had so much fun. And I went and it just flowed. It was just really great energy. It was a great episode I recorded. And that was my first time recording in studio. So, again, thank you to the Just Eldridge podcast, the Just Eldridge media group, media team, everybody affiliated with that Um with that company thank you so much and i look forward to coming back all right so if you have yet to check out that episode run do not walk pardon me oh, pardon me i took like some child latte right before i started uh recording so i think it's like i'm burping it up now but anywho um check out just eldridge podcast i'm sure it's all on all streaming platforms spotify apple iHeartRadio, all the platforms, right? But we also have visuals, okay? So they have a YouTube channel at their YouTube channel, Just Eldridge, E-L-D-R-E-D-G-E just eldritch it should pop up and i'm episode 202 okay so i really like the angel number there with the two, right so i felt that that was very um divine also i was their first saturday episode okay because they usually release weekday i believe and they just started adding episodes for the saturday so i was the first episode to kick that off so that was very exciting for me so again go check me out on the 202 episode of the just eldritch podcast would love it if you left a comment letting them know that the my virgo friend podcast sent you there you know let them know that we represent okay we support other podcasters all right and of course i look forward to having those guys on this podcast as well all right so, um, check that podcast episode out, support them, subscribe, like, comment, share, all that good old stuff, okay? Also, over the past couple, I guess the past week or so, I've seen a lot of commentary on Love is Blind, okay? So, if you have Netflix, there's a show called Love is Blind. And I believe this was season four that just wrapped up, okay? And I'm not too crazy about like the dating reality shows, but like every now and then I'll tap in, okay? So I saw a lot of feedback on the reunion because Netflix had decided to do a live streaming of the reunion. And apparently there was a lot of issues with the um, technological connection, but there was also a lot of drama and beef like on the set and during the reunion. So I was like, well, shoot, let me go see what that's all about. So I binged it um, to play catch up so I can give some feedback and my thoughts on the Love is Blind season four. Okay, so again, it's on Netflix and season four. And this show is hosted by Nick Lachey, which he was a pop star from the early 2000s. He was in the boy band group 98 Degrees. So the likes of uh, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. 98 degrees okay so Nick Lachey who also was married to Jessica Simpson pop royalty back in the day once upon a time they were the cute couple okay but then he they got divorced and he went and married um, Vanessa Manillo I believe she was a model actress, but nonetheless, um, Nick Lachey is now married to Vanessa Vanessa Lachey. They have children, and they've been married for a long time now, okay? So, they have been hosting the Love is Blonde show, I believe since it started, all right? But anyway, so I binged the episodes after, um, and spoiler alert, if you have not seen Love is Blonde, I'm going to be talking about the reunion. So, if you don't want to hear about it, you may want to skip 15 30 seconds here and there to see when i'm done talking about it okay but trigger warning uh spoiler alert i'm about to talk about the ending of love is blind okay so anywho so the my favorite couple first of all is tiffany and brett oh my gosh so cute black love straight up um tiffany is beautiful she is such a wholesome classic classy beautiful woman brett Wholesome. He gives me earth energy. I feel like he's like a Taurus. He has to be like a Taurus because he's very fashionable, very grounded, very down-to-earth, just a manly man. Okay. So anywho, I don't I didn't look up the signs for all the casts or whatever, but Vanessa and Nick are both Scorpios, okay? And the little dings just my <sighs> phone just went off. Ah, relax. <laughs> Conan, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't recorded by myself for so long, so I have to I have to remember. That like every little thing I do is in it. Anyway, anyway. Tiffany and Brett, love them. They are my favorite. Chelsea and Kwame, surprised, surprised, okay? But they're cute. They were very cute at the reunion. Honestly, didn't expect that one to go through. Didn't expect that one to last. But they actually look really cute in the reunion. Um, I say that because I just didn't trust Kwame. I didn't feel like he was authentic throughout the season. I felt like he was just... Getting what he you know what I'm saying? Like I just felt like he was just fulfilling the experiment, you know. Um Yeah, I think Chelsea, she's adorable, she's cute. I actually was like, Really, girl? You actually feel that for him? But they look really cute on the reunion. So that's what's up. Kudos to them. Their apartment, their high-rise apartment, so nice, so cute. Um Zach zach Uh, another one i didn't really trust at all actually um i feel like him and Irina was like two peas in the pods with just basically just feeding each other bullshit you know but um then he went and asked bliss and i think bliss is gorgeous again so pretty so beautiful so smart very polished and and then she like you know accepted him and I'm like okay maybe she's just like going through with the experiment too but then she seemed like she actually really liked him and I'm like really girl but anyway again a surprising cute couple at the reunion he grew his hair out so he looks a little more attractive um but yeah they look like they're actually like they get each other but was not expecting that couple to yeah wasn't expecting that um who else okay so I think it was so unfair First of all, Vanessa Lachey was just being so rude. She was being so rude and I feel like she was being very intentionally rude to Marshall specifically. Okay, shout out to Marshall, such a classic man, such a sweet guy, such a nice, humble, grounded gentleman. Marshall is a gentleman from what I saw on this season. I like Marshall and I wanna clap it up for Marshall because like, when I was watching the reunion as a whole, they didn't allow moments for applause. Like they didn't allow for moments to breathe. Like when someone said anything profound or good, they didn't allow a moment for the audience to react and clap and absorb it. I felt like N- Vanessa just kept cutting people off. She kept on promoting the whole baby agenda. That was very freaky, weird, and unnecessary to... Not even just breathe in a moment of like, wow, these couples found each other. Like, they're still getting ready. They're still trying to figure each other out, trying to learn each other, trying to understand what it's like to be a spouse, trying to understand what it's like to be married, trying to understand what it's like to have just come off a reality show and people know them and think they know their life and understanding what it's like to get into fame. And, you know what I'm saying? They're going through all these shifts and it's just. Like it's like you're a woman, like, you know what it feels like when women are put in this position where they have to answer for their reproductive systems as if we could just press a button and then we're just pregnant. You know, so I just feel like it was very ignorant how she, her energy and how she came off to people. I felt like her line of questioning didn't make sense at times. I felt like her line of questioning was very um, aggressive for no reason, again, especially towards Marshall. I feel like it was bullshit that Jackie and Josh were not there. I don't like Jackie. Jackie was mad, weird from the pods. She gave fake energy from the pods. That whole laugh she has a weird laugh. Okay. <laughs> she has like this cackle whine that she has as a, as a laugh. Um, I feel like Marshall was legit, I feel like Jackie just wanted to be in love and then once she had someone that was wholesome of quality that would actually make an effort to be a good husband, she ran. She she was a narcissist. She was a narcissist. Um, I felt like she gaslit Marshall. She would push him away. She would create these scenarios to where they would argue. He would literally be present. He would be calm. He would ask questions. He would try to satisfy her. And she, she would say, you're irking my nerves. He would say something like, okay, what am I doing to irk your nerves? And she said, Ugh, I don't want to talk right now. I have a headache. What? That is classic narcissist energy, classic gaslight energy where you're dangling this carrot of like, oh, my gosh, you're doing this to me. And they're like, okay, well, how can I make you happy? Oh, I can't tell you how you can make me happy. So how can you tell me that I'm making you unhappy if you can't tell me what makes you happy? You know what I'm saying? So where you're keeping this person in the position of like, well, what am I supposed to do? damned if you do damned if you don't like when they create those situations like that of like damned if you do damned if you don't classic narcissist energy so Jackie is she needs help she needs yeah she needs help she needs support and she I feel like she was a mean girl I felt like it was beast. She, I felt like how she handled the whole Josh thing the reuniting with him whether she had the conversation with Marshall before or after the fact it was still wrong for her to straight up kiss and entertain a whole relationship where you're literally still engaged when you're literally still on the show like you couldn't even give Marshall the respect you couldn't even give yourself the respect of waiting you know so I just I didn't like how she handled it I did not like the way Jackie moved and she gave me like spiritual girl energy at the beginning I was like oh, okay she wears the evil eye okay she speaks like she's you know tapped in or whatever but Maybe it was her shadow side that was showing on there They got the best of her But all in all I did not like her conclusion I I think it was again I think it was BS that they didn't require Jackie and Josh to be there Because again Vanessa Lachey Gave a totally different energy To Jackie she was like Hyping her up being very much a girl's girl Talking about oh Jackie and Josh are in love She didn't hold them accountable at all She didn't give any type of Fire towards Josh for being The snake that he was for moving in after the fact okay after he was dapping Marshall up looking him dead in the face like she didn't hold Josh accountable at all she was happy and told Jackie we're so happy you guys found love found each other and then you want to turn around and look at Marsha with these fucking ugly faces like go look at the faces like she don't need to make those faces because it's showing her age when she does that you know what I'm saying like when you're mean and ugly to people it shows on your face so the best beauty tip I have for you be nice to people be a nice girl be kind all right because she was given very much mean girl energy and it showed in her fucking face so again You want to hype up Jackie and Josh on the screen, on a pre-recorded message, totally unfair to Marshall, and then you want to give real-time interrogation to him. You, you shouldn't give Marshall any type of grace or respect. And the way he handled it was so classy. The way he handled it was so poised and such a gentleman. And I, I'm so happy that there was a moment where the audience applauded him and gave him the clap because it's like, daggum Vanessa, like what is this? It's like she was either interrogating the ladies on having a baby Or interrogate Marshall on what he did or did not say. Like, she gave so much energy to stuff that wasn't shown. And it was so frustrating. You know, so Vanessa Lachey, there was like, there's like this whole petition going on where they're like, Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey should not host Love is Bond again. And you know what? After this last season, this last reunion, I totally agree. Okay. And again, Nick is a Scorpio. Vanessa Lachey is a Scorpio. So they're both Scorpios, right? Um, And you know He was holding his wife down You know He let her speak But she She honestly was giving me Like something was wrong with her Like she was on something I don't think she was like drunk But I feel like she was like On something Because she was just being Aggressive for no reason She was doing too much She was doing the most She was being a mean girl All Um Irina I feel like she was a mean girl too On the season She looked gorgeous Beautiful at the reunion All the ladies looked beautiful The men looked well as well But um Irina I feel like They kind of stayed on her a little longer than necessary as well like i feel like the whole reunion they were beating a dead horse but then again most reunions are right where they're just beating a dead horse on something that's already been clarified on something that we don't even care about on on scenes that they're not even showing so we can see what they're talking about like they kept talking about text messages but then they wouldn't show on the screen what the text messages they're talking about or they will refer to someone else from the cast like they talk about somebody that Marshall went on a date with but then they didn't show a picture of the person so like I don't know like the production of the reunion live stream just did not flow well for me Netflix don't do that again um don't like Vanessa Lachey after this last reunion like I've always thought they were a cute couple but after the way she treated Marshall so rude so unnecessary did not like that And yeah, I just really want to say my piece on that on behalf of Marshall and on like to all the Marshalls and the Brits. Is it Brett or Brett? To all the Marshalls and Brits out there in the world, keep being that. I loved that Brett and Marshall made a lot of time to discuss black men and processing their emotions and being sensitive and compassionate and expressing love and support to other black men and other men in general, but just. That awareness, that emotional awareness was so refreshing to see. So if you're a man that's doing the work, that is trying to understand your triggers, trying to understand your shadow side, the parts that you don't like, kudos to you. It's so attractive. Um, I literally cried and teared up at Tiffany and Brett's watching their wedding and just watching their story. Like They're just so cute. He's so dapper. He is such a dapper man. So yay, kudos to them. Um, And again, to any women that felt triggered watching that episode with the whole baby thing too, take a breath, inhale and exhale, (sighs) because that kind of even triggered me for a little bit because it took me back to a time where I was in that space of you know, finally open to the fact of wanting to have a baby, but then that dream just immediately killed anytime someone would ask, Well, is you pregnant yet? And it's like, damn bitch, can I like enjoy the energy of just like wanting wanting it first? But anyway, if you felt triggered as a woman just hearing that, that over and over, like when you gonna have a baby? When you gonna have a baby, this is your life. This is your body. You feel it. No one else can feel what you feel. No one else experiences on a physical level within you what you feel. So honor your feelings. Honor what you, your soul purpose, your soul's journey. Some people are supposed to be parents. Some people are not supposed to be parents in this lifetime, okay? Both is right. Both is okay. It's whatever you give power to. So you can either give power to what you want Or you can give power to the expectations of others, okay? So you decide what that looks like and feels like for you. If you want children, great. If you don't want children, okay, that's fine. Don't feel like you have to explain yourself to people. When people put pressure on you, it's usually because they're feeling some type of pressure in their life. Because if you notice, if you go back and look at the reunion towards the end, Vanessa said, I want baby number four so bad. She finally spilt it that it was her baby fever that was seeping through okay but she projected that onto the ladies all right so again if you missed that go back and watch it how much she kept talking about are you gonna have a baby yet she would talk to every couple then at the end are you pregnant yet who's gonna have the first baby and it's like really bitch like don't deflate this present moment on something we can't control all right and it goes right in line it's twelve thirty-four. at the time of this recording one two three four progression moving in order but it's like, damn, bitch, like, and like, the, let's focus on the order. Like, we just met, we just got married. We're in our honeymoon phase. Like, let us be present. Let us enjoy that. Let us feel this moment. Okay. Remember, Taurus season is ruled by the five senses. It's very sensual, Venus energy. Let us be present. Okay. Let me enjoy who I'm looking at as my new spouse. Let me enjoy the feelings of hugging someone when I come home from work. Let me enjoy the feeling of hearing someone say, I love you, husband. I love you, wife. That's my husband. I miss my wife. You know, let me enjoy hearing that for a while before you come with all this noise about baby, baby, baby. That's you. That's your dream. Let me live my dream. And my dream is right now. My dream is my dream is in the present. My dream is an answer prayer right now. Can I enjoy this manifestation real quick, please? Stop trying to rush me out of this good sweet spot. All right. The aromas you're smelling in this this new manifestation you have. Let me enjoy the sweet aroma of when I come home and my love is cooking dinner and it's ready for me. Let me enjoy the sweet aroma of my love buying gifts for me, a new cologne, a new fragrance, a new purse. Ooh, new purse smell. Oh, they knew I wanted this book. Oh, you bought me a new book, new book smell. Oh, my gosh. I love these this these senses I'm feeling with this new love I have in my life. So for you, that could be an actual person, an actual relationship or a new passion project you have. It could be a new career that you've fallen in love with. It could be your new sense of identity that you've fallen in love with, your new sense of self where you're more artistic and you're more hopeful and more open to love. You know what I'm saying? So allow yourself to feel your feelings. That's a big theme this week. Remember, we have a water moon. It's in Scorpio. The full moon will be in Scorpio. All right? The moon shifts like every two to three days. All right? So by the time we hit this weekend, it will be full moon in Scorpio. Water. Your sensitivities. What triggers you? Okay? For example, like we saw with Vanessa. She's a Scorpio. She was triggered by all this fresh love around her, okay? And she mentioned a few times also how marriage isn't easy. She brought it back to her in her marriage, right? She was she had a lot of selfish moments in her reunion. But she kept projecting this energy of how hard marriage is and how you got to work at it and how they've been married for so long and how she's so craving new baby energy like she wants that reinvigoration infused into her marriage okay all that fresh new marriage that fresh wedding love around her threatened her so she's like okay well since y'all got me beat on this let me beat you on the baby part Bitch, you already got babies. You already have kids. Why are you trying to put this pressure on this new love? Let them enjoy where they are, okay? So if you find yourself in a situation where someone's trying to, like, move you past this sweet spot you're enjoying right now. They're trying to move you from this present blessing, this present answered prayer that has manifested for you, for your highest good. You stop them right there in their tracks. You teach them how to treat you. Hold up, hold up. Don't be rushing me. Let me enjoy this. If you want to move on and focus on your fears and focus on your anxiety by worrying about things you can't control, worrying about the future, okay? Don't be trying to get me all scared and hyped up and riled up because you freaking out. Don't try to freak me out over here because you stressed and worried. Okay. I'm enjoying this manifestation. I'm enjoying this what feels good. Okay. Some people aren't feeling good right now. That's why they're so depressed or anxious because they don't know how to be present. Their present circumstances piss them off. For some people, their present circumstances frustrate them. Their their current self annoys them They don't even like who they see in the mirror They don't even like who they share a bed with So that's why they want to try to make you feel like Oh well you you don't have happiness yet Because you don't have kids Wait until you have kids Oh my gosh that's marriage right there No No It's what you make it the grass is greener where you water it. The gra- the sun is shining. The weather is great where you appreciate it. Some people love sunshiny days. Some people like breezy, windy days because the energy is clearing out and moving. And they're inspired to move quicker, faster. You know how quick you, how much quicker you uh, walk when it's cold, but then cold and windy? Oh, you, you speed walk a little quicker when it's cold and windy. It's a little more m- motivation, right? Okay, Some people love rainy days Some people love sitting on their porch And just watching the rain Some people hate going out into the rain It's all about your perspective It's all about how you see the current energy How you see your current circumstances For some people being single Is the life The good life For some people marriage The honeymoon phase is the good life For some people finally being divorced Is the good life if you're finally divorced and you're just enjoying that space of being by yourself and finally liking who you are, finally liking wh- where you are in life, finally understanding who you are, and then you have people coming into your space trying to convince you, oh, you you need to talk to me, you need to text me every day, you need to call me, we need to have a conversation. No, we don't. I don't have to rush into a relationship. I don't have to rush into a dating phase, talking phase, Okay. I'm not asking for that. I may be open to that. My energy may be reading in, oh, my gosh, she's so hot and attractive. I want to make her mine. I'm sure you do. A lot of people do. You know what I'm saying? But you can't because I'm me right now. I I owe myself me right now. Okay? So you just don't have to wait until I have time and space to honor your feelings and how much I'm showing for you. As of right now, I can't show up for you because I'm showing up for me. All right? So when you're in your phase of feeling and healing cuz remember you got to feel to heal scorpio's going to remind you remember those feelings you tried to push down cuz remember scorpio rules the descent it rules the genitals your um what's what lies beneath if you will okay so any repressed trauma Any trauma towards the womb, so that could be maybe you had a miscarriage or maybe your partner chose a miscarriage and you as a man, you're still feeling that uh, regret, that remorse, that loss. You know what I'm saying? That pain of not being a parent, not being a spouse, not being a father, not being that role that you were looking so forward to. Taurus energy rules... um, long-term positions higher positions so like if you finally work up from being the teacher to the principal or being from the student to the uh, to the teacher or the sensei or the master um, it's like solidifying that high level position for you and whatever you see that as right so with Scorpio looking at death right Scorpio's death energy death is a natural cycle of life So Scorpio is talking about the natural cycles of life, including death, which leads to a rebirth, which leads to a new birth, right? A new beginning, right? The three phases, birth, it kicks it off, life happens somewhere in the middle, and then it ends with death. That's the three for all of us, right? We were born, we're here experiencing life right now, and at some point we're going to experience that death, okay? So With Scorpio energy, as the energy or the theme of death is being highlighted, natural endings, what has presented itself as a natural ending in your world right now? What have you identified as, you know what, this shit drains me. It makes me feel so uninspired. Is there something you've been investing your energy in that has made you feel so uninspired? People that you've been with, people that you've surrounded yourself with, where they are just so uninspiring or if they're not inspiring they're deflating like you're all hype with energy and shit you're uh, inspired and excited and then you share it with them and not only do they not get hype not only do they not pass the vibe check they want to come to you with some deflating ass news or a deflating reaction like oh okay or like you know when you send somebody like a long paragraph and then they reply back "K," that energy like that deflating like hard stop full stop energy okay that shadow Scorpio and Taurus energy because it plays into like that petty shit like you see how excited I am about this can you not be happy for me in this moment even if you don't get it or really fucking care share this moment with me feel this moment with me remember Taurus and Scorpio is all about feeling very sensual very tactile okay feel this moment with me why don't you feel this moment with me why are you making me feel dead inside why are you giving me this energy this projection that you You are dead inside you know and again the illumination with it being a full moon it may just be coming to your vision maybe coming to your attention to your focus like oh shit this person has not been down for me this whole time I'm just now realizing how every time I come to them with this high level energy they're so deflating and down and they make me feel like they, they give me deaded energy. Like who's giving you deaded energy? Like you're coming to them all excited, on fire for God, on fire with your new health journey. You've been consistent. Right, because Taurus energy is consistent. We're building consistency because we want the long-term relationship. We want the long long-term goals. Okay, we're going. We all excited for our new relationship. All right. We're all excited for our new job. We just, ooh, our new apartment, our new space, our new business. Just ooh, I'm excited. And then somebody comes with this deflating ass energy. It's like, you know what? They just did it. Just the end. Like, okay and then they want to move on to something Else that's either not adding Value it's not a proper Pivot like it has nothing to do with what you Were just talking about it's like why do we get on this itch, this situation it's like they totally Pivot from your good news to some stupid Shit for something that doesn't matter and it's like Wow okay what, what are you going to do with that information what Are you going to do with that experience with that feeling For some people or maybe even you Will choose to Overlook it It's like oh well You choose to ignore the red flags. You choose to ignore that feeling. You choose to not honor your intuition. To say, hmm, why do they make me feel like that? Why do they respond that way? Why did they not give me what I was expecting? Okay? Or you could decide to take it for what it is. See the red flag for what it is. Call a spade a spade. Say, you know what? When it comes to sharing this type of energy with this person, I can't do that with them. And then consider who you can do it with. Maybe it's somebody that's also in that same environment for example when I'm hype about yoga I probably can't share what I'm hype about yoga with my person that doesn't do yoga they don't give a fuck right or like if I'm in a relationship and then I want to share my my good news about my relationship my new like progress with my single friend they're probably going to give me only so much hypeness because they want that too Or maybe they're in the space of where they're tired of relationships. They're working on their healing journey to where they don't really care about hearing relationships because they're not trying to be polluted with those thoughts again. Maybe they worked so hard to get out of that mental space of I need to be in a relationship to be happy. Maybe they're doing the work to realize they can be happy without a relationship. And here you come with your, your good news of a relationship when they're trying to understand peace in that space. You know what I'm saying? So... You can't really you're, you're not expected to monitor everyone's emotions or how they receive you. But you do need to understand what your intentions are. So in case someone does come to you and say, hey, you make me feel like crap when you start talking about your relationship. You make me feel broke as hell when you start talking about your new job and you always ask me what I do for a living and what I'm doing for work. You always stress me out when you're asking about what's next when I can't just enjoy this moment I'm in right now. If there's someone that makes you feel like that dead inside energy, or like they're a walking zombie, or they make you feel like a walking zombie, again, that death energy why because maybe that energy needs to end maybe that relationship needs to end maybe it has reached its natural cycle of ending where are we relating to each other where do we feel each other you know maybe you had someone where y'all used to feel each other you you spoke the same language you finished each other's sentences you enjoyed the same pastimes you enjoyed the create the same creative space and However, much time has passed, you're in a new season, and now y'all just don't have much to talk about, or there's more space in between you. And it's like, how are we supposed to relate when we don't we don't experience life the same? We don't see the world. We don't have the same vision. Okay. We're not focused on the same thing. Remember, Scorpion and Taurus is big signs that is about your focus. What are we doing and why are we doing it? Why are we so obsessed with this thing? Okay. What are we obsessed about? You know, Scorpio and Taurus are lovers. If they love you, they love you for real and deeply. Okay? They love you to their core. And they're going to love you for a long time. And you better love them, too. Like, you better reciprocate that heavy, loving energy they're doing to you. Because they're going to give it to you. All right? So... Allow yourself to be loved. Allow yourself to feel your feelings, to be grounded in the feelings of right now. Allow the water of the Scorpio full moon to remind you that you're worthy of more. You're worthy of more love. You're worthy of more money. You're capable of creating more money. You're capable of creating. You don't have to be just a yes man for everybody else. You could be the creator and leader for your brand for your network, for your business. You don't have to keep making everybody else rich. You can also create jobs for other people. You don't have to be asking other people to put you on. You can put other people on, all right? You could be the headmaster, the headmistress. You could be the sensei, the master, all right? You could be the, pe- the person that's ushering the next person in. You could be the gatekeeper. Like, you decide how the story is gonna go, all right? Follow the good feeling. Follow what makes you come alive, Because then as you listen to yourself and you take stock, you take inventory of your life. What am I giving my energy to? Does it make me come alive or does it make me feel dead inside? Remember, Taurus is spring. The trees are becoming more lush and green depending on where you are in the world. okay, We're seeing the seasons change where the trees are dancing in the wind. The sun is showing up a little longer each day all right the days are getting a little warmer depending on where you are it may shift to the cold breeze here and there but for the most part in essence it's warming up all right we're starting to see more activities and events outside all right so there's a lot of motivation and inspiration to go outside and enjoy the elements we're seeing this growth around us allow it to be a reminder to you what do you want to see grow If there's a relationship that that you're in, that you're choosing day after day, that makes you feel dead inside, is that something you want to keep growing? Because you're nurturing it with your conversations. You're nurturing it with the dreams and the daydreaming and the replaying of conversations you're having. You're nurturing it every time somebody brings that person up or that situation up and you engage it with negative thinking, stinking thinking. You engage it with negative talk. Repressed memories, replaying the frustration, replaying the anger, keeping yourself stuck, doing it to yourself. Classic Shadow Scorpio Taurus energy of keeping yourself stuck in the bullshit. Okay, did you catch that? the bull the taurus the shit as scorpio be alone beneath right so keep yourself stuck in the bullshit because you're you're focused on your shadow self and because you want to be pissed off again you want to be hurt again oh my god i can't believe they cheated on me oh my god i can't believe they stole from me i can't believe they lied to me i can't believe they will make me feel this way i can't believe they will hurt my feelings that way who's making you feel like shit Who's making you feel like they're feeding you bullshit? They're coming to you with this unnecessary energy. Like, again, with Marsha and Vanessa Lachey, she was coming at him with some unnecessary energy, which, again, had nothing to do with him. It was her and what she was going through. So who's projecting on you and making you feel like shit? Because you need to decide Is this a relationship worth nurturing? Is this a relationship I want to continue showing up for? Is this a relationship I want to continue exposing myself to? Because that's your choice. That's your power to choose. We all have the power to choose. Depending on the situation, you may or may not have as much control as you'd like. But the power of choice happens in the mind. You are in control of your mind and you have the power to condition your mind yes we have subconscious thoughts yes our mind tends to wander off and we daydream and shit like that but we also have the power to do things to recondition to reprogram to re-engineer our mind remember we're in mercury retrograde so it's all about that re-energy reprogram recondition reframe Okay, maybe before this relationship gave you a sense of security, but now you're realizing this is a false sense of security. I thought they really liked me, but really they was just keeping me around so I wouldn't grow even more. I thought I was going to grow in this job, but really they was just holding me back. They was holding me down. They only taught me as much as they wanted to teach me. Okay, there was so much more they could have taught me, but they just held that for themselves. Okay, I see that. Am I going to choose that again? No. No they show me what they will do if I choose them this this is this what they would choose so again just those situations where you find yourself like just aha aha this is why I feel this way because this is what they're giving me or this is what I'm choosing remember you have the power of choice you have the power of intent what is your intention for some people They have the intention to slash someone's tires and they don't care. Some people have the intention to give love another try. Some people have the intention of just making money and doing whatever it takes. Like they may not like it or want to do it, but the intention at the end of the day is what? So just decide on what your intentions are are at the end of the day. If this relationship is making you feel like shit, but you've been choosing it for so long, why are you going to choose it again? Because again, that's your intention. Is your intention is to be hurt? Is your intention to be disrespected, or your intention is just to put in however much time so that you can leave at a proper time? Like you know what I'm saying? Is it a part of the plan for you to stay, or do you need to pivot? Remember, um, shadow Taurus and Scorpio—they can keep themselves locked in because they refuse to let go scorpio shadow scorpio and taurus energy they can keep themselves locked into a situation much longer than necessary or need be because they want to teach they want to have the last laugh they want to um teach that person a lesson they want to show oh you will never f with me again i'm taurus i'm scorpio i'm gonna have the last line i'm stronger than you i can hurt deeper than you i can cut deeper than you i could be pettier than you that energy so make sure this, this regardless of what your sign is that you don't allow that energy to creep in and decide how you're gonna come off to people okay because hopefully Your job and your intention is to grow, to get better, to keep moving on the up and up, right? And so when we have these situations and these experiences that piss us off, that make us upset, that trigger us, we have a moment. The V in Roman neurology, right, is the number five. Five is the halfway point between zero and ten, okay? So you have that pivot moment. We can go left or right and whatever you choose is your choice okay so i'm not here to say what's right or wrong because again i don't know what your end game is what is your end game what is the long-term vision what is the long-term goal here okay that's what i usually find myself asking those those, uh uh call when people call you know those robot calls whatever it's like what's your end goal here stop trying to talk me up for some stuff what's your end goal because i'm gonna hang up on you i don't want to hang up on you but what is your end goal okay so again when you hit those moments of pivot The Roman numeral V, right? Five. That halfway point. In order for me to get to the 10, do I need to keep on the path I've been investing in? Or do I need to dead this cycle, dead this energy, this relationship, this commitment, and go on a different path, the path less traveled? Again, I'm not here to tell you which path to choose. This is why you're on this journey. This is for you to figure out. It's for you to do the soul work and the shadow work to say, why am I so triggered by this stuff? Why am I still triggered by this dream, this nightmare? Why am I still triggered by this person? Why am I still triggered by this unfulfilled goal? Why am I still annoyed when this person comes around? Why am I still so upset when they bring up that person's name? Why do I I lose focus when this person comes into my orbit? Why do I get hornier when I see this person? Like, explore your feelings. Explore why you feel the way you feel. Also, with this week, you may notice you're watching more porn. Or maybe you wasn't watching porn before, but now you just have this sudden inspiration and desire to watch porn. That could be with the Scorpio full moon also. Feeling freakier. All right, so if you're feeling um like you want to experiment okay if you want to dabble if you just want to be a little more open-minded um around this time of year remember taurus is the sensual sign it's ruled by venus feminine energy feminine energy is about the flow like you like you know when you see uh people dancing and there's just like swaying i think like woodstock energy like when people just dancing in the fields just being like we just see people just like vibing living that's feminine flow energy okay so if you're just feeling in the flow of just like just want to feel good, you know, that could be that Scorpio, Taurus sensual energy that you're feeling. So dress up, look good, look the part. If you, um, if you, especially if you haven't been feeling beautiful, if you haven't been feeling attractive lately, I'm here to encourage you take a little more time to invest in yourself. Taurus and Scorpio, light side, tend to be very well put together. They tend to look very expensive, very polished. Scorpio and Taurus can be very precise uh, zodiac signs. So with their appearance can be um, very to the own point. So like from the crown down, all right. Um, attention to detail as well. So again, we just had what the Met Gala last night. Attention to detail is another thing with Taurus and Scorpio energy. So... For this week, especially if you haven't felt beautiful in a long time, get dressed up, put a little more time into your skincare. put a little more time into your hair, your outfit. Do the breath work. Do the mirror work. Remember, it shows on your face when you're being ugly, rude, and mean to people. So speak some kind words to yourself in the mirror while you're looking at yourself in the mirror. Speak kind words. I love you. I choose you. Say your name. Hear yourself. Condition yourself. Reprogram yourself to hear yourself speak kind words. I love my skin. I love the skin I'm in. I love my eyes. I love my voice. I love my laugh. I love the way I make people feel. Just go on a a roll. Which is speaking kind words. Put on an, an affirmation video. There's plenty out there in the world. Depending on what platforms you use, there's so many out there. Write it down. If you need to get back into journaling, write down your affirmations and then recite them. All right. As you listen to audiobooks, take notes. Read back out loud what your notes are. Make voice notes. All right. Make video diaries. Do something tactile to document your sensual experience in this time right now. We are about halfway through the year already. April flew by. What happened for you? Right. What happened? Replay how you have felt up until this point because you still have time to pivot. If the first half of your year wasn't the best, reassess that now. Take inventory now. Take stock of what's working now. Take stock of what feels good. What has felt good. Who has made you feel good? Who has made you feel like crap? Try to be more present in the moment of how your face changes. When you're talking to certain people, do you feel your face frowning up? When you're watching someone, do you feel yourself smiling? If you feel yourself smiling, that's a good sign. Maybe you should engage in that energy more. Maybe you should tune into that energy, tune into that frequency more. Don't you want to feel that? If you're constantly watching um, people that are angry, yelling. Like the other day, I I was trying to watch the Drink Champs episode with uh, Jada Kiss and his dad with the black coffee episode. Because I love Drink Champs. Shout out to Nori, uh, Nori and DJ EFN. I will meet them soon. All right, claiming it, putting it out there in the universe. Shout out to Revolt. All right. I was, uh, I had watched like 30 minutes of the Drink Champs episode and it got to the, um, about like 30, yeah, about 30 minutes into it is when they were playing the drinking game, right? And there's so many people in the room, and they're all men, and they're usually men from New York that are yelling and over-talking each other. And it just got to a point where I just had to turn it, and I say, damn, I really want to watch this full three-hour episode, but I literally cannot with this over-talking. Like, when I watch podcast episodes, and they just do all that over-talking, and they insist on cutting each other off, and, you know what I'm saying, I can't. Because I feel myself doing this Frowning my face up And you know squinting my eyes Like I'm looking at the sun Right ain't no sun in here What you squinting your eyes for Shout out to Mike Epps, Okay But I've I've, I've been conditioning myself To say how am I feeling Literally what is my face doing When I'm watching this thing When I'm talking to this person When I'm in this space No lie The other day I was getting ready To go to a space And my back started hurting like right by my heart. And that's the same feeling I would feel last time I would go to the space. And it just served as a reminder to me like, oh, I don't want to feel this again. I notice I feel this pain literally in my body. It manifests in my body when I'm about to go into this space. And it just shows as a reminder. So tap into your body. Your body will literally tell you signs. It will literally speak to you to say, hey, I don't feel good when we go around this person. I don't feel good when we walk into this building. You know that queasy feeling you get in your gut? That's called a gut instinct, you guys. And it's there for us to listen. So honor your gut in the spiritual way of honoring your intuition and in the Taurus way of eating things that you like. Eat foods that you like. Maybe... You need to do a detox, maybe you ate too much or maybe you are eating too much in Taurus season. They are foodies, okay? They can either cook their ass off or they know where the good food is, they know where the good drinks are, they know what the best brunch spots are, they know what their most expensive dinners are, ask a Taurus. If you want to know, if you want to know the best vacation spots, ask a Taurus. If you want to know the best way to plan a vacation, ask a Taurus, Scorpio, Sagittarius, they know. Aries, they know, okay? But anyway, back to the Taurus and Scorpio. I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up here. I wanted to do an Oracle card reading. Can I do that real quick? Oh, I can. All right, so maybe I'll go ahead and end this for... Um, the first episode all right so i'm going to wrap it up here for the first episode i'm going to keep recording the next episode will be the oracle reading for the Taurus, season scorpio full moon okay so love you guys if you're in for if you're here for youtube just stay here all right i'm not going to split it up into two videos But uh, for my audio listeners, remember you can add me on Instagram at chichibabe, C-H-E-C-H-E-B-A-B-E, as well as My Virgo Friend Podcast. Check out my website, myvirgofriend.com. Send me an email, C-H-E-C-H-E at myvirgofriend.com. And thank you so much for supporting this podcast. It's only possible because of you. Happy full moon. Happy birthday to the Taurus is celebrating. Happy Scorpio full moon. Show Scorpio some love. Tap into your inner Scorpio. And I'll see you next time. Love you. Bye.